lips moving. Morning, bro. Morning. This is the obvious brothers for the four people who listen regularly. Uh, you've stumbled upon us and we are famous for saying uh, what is obvious sometimes before anybody else does. So how are you doing, John? I'm well, Stephen, here. Uh, I, I'm I'm up and moving uh, this lovely Friday morning, John. It might be warmer here than it is there. Yeah, it's it's pretty chilly here. Yeah, what is it there? Like fifty, or actually not. It's not even that yet. I think it's still in the thirties, and we got wind. Yeah, so well, I think our high today is it is windy 50. and fifty-five here. It's thirty-nine and windy. Yeah. Our high today is 55. However, however, I do not feel like there's any golf in my in my day somehow, even though it's 55. Well, I'll be playing uh, both tomorrow and Sunday in our second MGA event of the year, uh, aptly titled The Polar Bear. Three-man scramble. <laughs> no, man. No, that's not aptly titled at all, but okay. I, I, I get you. So, John, high of fifty nine tomorrow. What, what's that? Going supposed to be a high of fifty nine tomorrow. That's below Holy. my sixty threshold. Oh. John, 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 John. What What were the highs when we were in Ireland in in in, in July? Not much. Yeah, not much better than fifty. Oh, I didn't hear anybody say anything about polar bears. Yeah, no, yeah. But anyway, okay. So, so John. Uh, what did the one hat say to the other hat? What? Uh, I'll stay here. You go on ahead. Good one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Okay, John, you, you can't know? crack up at your own joke <laughs> before you even tell it. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this one. Yeah. Did you know that my, that my penis was in the Guinness Book of Records? Oh, God. No, I did and not. Then the, and then the librarian asked me to take it out. <laughs> I saw some variation of that coming. <laughs> and you didn't get arrested, huh? That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I got to go back and cut that out. <laughs> uh, we opened with a penis joke. Well done, John. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So a, a, a clown opened the door for me yesterday, John. Yeah. I thought it was a nice jester. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. You should be writing these down, John. Hey, uh, yeah. have you watched any TV this week, John? Um, Last of Us, 1923, um, a show that I know you will never watch. Um, I watched all of it this week. It's called Shorzy. It's called what? Uh, it's Shorzy. It's a spinoff from Letterkenny on Hulu, which I'm sure you're probably not familiar with Letterkenny either, are you? Yeah, you, you made me watch some Letterkenny. I, I'm not allowed to turn it on. Yeah, Shorzy's even better. I mean, it, I don't know. It's pretty darn funny if you like Canadian humor, Canadian hockey humor. Hmm. But, yeah, well, yeah. as I recall, Letterkenny, uh, it's pretty much fighting, drinking beers, telling fart jokes, uh, 
Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, uh, very immature humor. I love yeah. it. Yeah, there you go. So well, well, that's, that's where we are in, uh, yeah, that's where we are in our, our viewing. You haven't watched shrink, you know, the, the episode where yeah. Sean's hot and shrinking? No? I have not. We are one episode behind in shrinking. Good point. Well, well you're, two, you're two behind today. Oh, that's right. One just came out today, so we'll get we'll get caught up on those. Yeah, yeah. So I can't I can't give you tips about what to look for in in, in episode four, but no, no. But yeah. Since I know that Sean listens, and we already kind of had a rant on uh, in our text chat about The Last of Us, but episode five of The Last of Us was another very good episode. Um, it's a. Oh. Uh, so before you go on, can can you just stop and can we talk about Notre Dame coaching? Yeah. Or or can we talk about Red Robin? <laughs> yeah, Red Robin slaps, doesn't it? Yeah. Slaps. I'm gonna have to look that up, see what that even means in this context. All right, John, Super Bowl. So you made some money on the Super Bowl, didn't you? I did, yes, sir. Yeah, and we were fairly accurate about the Super Bowl and uh, in the way we were breaking it down last Sunday. I don't don't think it was a did not come with a lot of surprises, except I, I heard people talk about uh, their hearts were broken by Miles Sanders, who I thought I saw somebody said he got hurt the first series, but he didn't have many carries, didn't have any yards. Uh, you you in, in a, a moment of obvious John brilliance, you said well, no, don't pick any single player. Go with the team over on rushing yards, and that scored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, any 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 passing number you had on Kansas City did not go go over. No. Uh, the the over the over number got melted down uh, early. So, uh, all right. Yep. So uh how about this? Isaiah now? Pacheco over 15, or I think his his prop was over 11 and a half carries. He had 15. That was another one. I don't know if I mentioned it. I wish I would have because I thought that was a good one. And then I think the uh Kenneth Gainwell over 15 yards or something like that was a was another one that hit with uh with obviously with Miles Sanders being mm-hmm. ineffective. Yeah. Well. The guys I was listening to said it was Gainwell like 22 and it didn't hit. So, oh. yeah. And Kelsey did not get his seven and a half catches. He only got no. six. Well, even though he had three on the first drive. Yeah. But I didn't with six. Yeah. I thought seven and a half was a lot. Got, he got, he got his, he got his touchdown. So you were, you, you had touchdowns for him anytime touchdowns. But how about this, John? Hot take. Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes. I don't think it's that hot of a take. He definitely outplayed him. Yeah. Did not did not work out though. No. No. Yeah, that yeah. that was a brutal brutal finish for the Eagles fans. Um was it? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, there you go. I, I wondered if there was a sad trombone coming there. So yeah. so um uh, I heard a guy yesterday about the whole uh, air quotes controversial last uh, penalty call. And the guy said, why is everybody complaining? The guy who did it came out after the game and said, I held him, you, you know, yeah. 
it's over there is no controversy when, when the guy the guy who was called for it says oh yeah i grabbed his jersey and i was trying to slow him down yeah, <laughs> yeah he was he was like I, I hope they'd let it go but they didn't you know yeah. it's on me I, honestly i like the way the entire teams the eagles team reacted to that you know the coach said you know it doesn't come down to one play um you know there's there's plenty of other plays throughout the game where you know, where we could have stopped them or we could have, you know, made sure that they didn't get to that position, you know, which is 100 percent correct. I mean, that's the way to handle that. Well, and, yeah. you know, it yeah, does. You, you, you cannot give them enough time uh, to uh, to get down the field to win the game against you, for one, you know, make a couple first downs, you know. But, yep. yeah, but, but yes, it, it's, yeah, the whole complaining about that and, you know, the fact that people this happened in the Bengals game too, right? That people think they don't shouldn't call penalties at the end of the game because they'll change the game. What the hell would that be like then? You know, everybody just be mugging them. <laughs> there'd be Which, take there'd be takedowns all over the place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they almost never, ever call pass interference on a I mean, the one play that you can get away with some with some grabbing and pulling and stuff like that is on like the Hail Marys at the end of a game. You know, that's a free for all. There's people just pummeling each other in those. Right. And they almost never right. call penalty there, but that was, yeah. Uh, so, so a good day, great game. I mean, in terms of, yeah, uh, e Eagles kind of got some mo in the first half, but you kind of knew that Chiefs were getting the ball started the second half. And if they came down and scored, it was going to be a, it was going to be a back and forth kind of intense thing in the second half, and that's what we got. Uh, Jalen Hurts was balling all over the place, and uh, you know, and uh, they decided that they would give Patrick Mahomes uh, a chance at the end, and he you know, said, "Okay, I'll take it down the field." You know. The uh, the Eagles' defense, which had been pretty freaking stout all year long, definitely kind of they got uh, they got charred. Yeah, they, they shit the bed. Well, as you know, I listen to guys who claim to give you the real breakdown. And so he said, the, the guy who does the analysis says the Eagles never actually stopped them. That the three drives they didn't score, there was like a holding and a, a they jumped offside. And the play that Smith Schuster got held on that they didn't call. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, you know that so that was the only well, and the and the doink was the third one, right? Yeah, the doink. Yeah, but but, but you know it's not like the Eagles shut them down without some penalty or something to push them behind behind the uh, chains. And the, the Chiefs figured out early to, as I think we talked about last Friday, they were playing the two high shell, giving them the underneath stuff, and he Mahomes ate them up, so they. We're in a lot of positive uh, situations, like second and short, third and short, and yeah, rolled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he only averaged six point seven yards of completion. He didn't know, throw them all much either. So yeah, yeah, twenty-one to twenty-seven. So he had a good QB rating, one hundred thirty-one. No, six point four QBR. They ran the ball twenty-six times. Um, yeah, well, that would surprise everybody. Yeah, that they. They ran that much, and Pacheco had as many yards as he had, I think, was a stunner. Uh, yeah. I mean, they averaged 6.1 6 yards 
per carry. That's pretty, pretty awesome. We're yeah. on the, the opposite side of that. Uh, Philadelphia only averaged 3.6 yards per carry. Right. So, which is kind of a flip of what people thought might happen. Uh, so the Chiefs defense showed out better than the Eagles defense thing did. Well, especially Chiefs defense picked up a score, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the scooping score was huge. Well, the second one would have been even huger, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still don't know what a catch is in the NFL. So please don't, please <laughs> yeah. don't ask. Yeah. So uh, the one on the sideline, I, yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out. I understand the ball rolled around, but he, he had two feet and then his knee down before the ball rolls, before he hits the yeah. ground. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Better them than me, but you know that's not you know I got I got some things to say about officiating, but that's not really the game I want to talk about. The officiating, probably you <laughs> you probably got some words about officiating and uh, and not and not to really segue, but here I'm, I'm going to shoot this. Do they actually call fouls on purple in Ryan Welsh Arena? Is is there a rule? So. Is there a Big Ten memo saying no foul calls? Uh, on the home team there or yeah clearly i mean that the game on wednesday i mean i guess we can, we can go back to what sunday for you right right when you all played them? well we played them sunday evening or sunday right before the super bowl yeah yeah yeah, yeah that game was, was brutal um you uh-huh. know buoy whatever you know he's been pretty hot here lately but boo boo booey boo booey yeah it's not his real name he- my daughter had to look it up because she didn't believe anybody's real name was Boo. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not. It's like Daniel Redford, Bowie the third or something. So, yeah. But anyway, that, uh, yes, it's uh, the, the Big Ten officiating has been criticized a bit. There was a point in last night's game that I under the, the, the guy from Maryland was like, what? And it's like they, they show the replay. Okay, so he's trying to keep Edie from moving into the lane. He's leaning against him, pushing it. It looks like a football move, right? They don't call yeah. that. They call it when they separate and the guy reaches out and touches him. He calls a foul. I'm like, I don't blame the guy, you know? Right. I've just been mauling the shit out of him and you don't blow a whistle. He walks, you know, he takes half a step away from me. I put my hand out just to, you know, hand just to know where he's yeah. at. Hand check him. And that, they call that. So it is, uh, yeah, you don't, yeah. So Yeah, the play where um, freaking Bowie ran over Trey Galloway. Yeah. You know, just completely lowers his shoulder, knocks him back three feet, no call, easy layup. I mean, yeah. it's just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if that's not a, I don't know if that's, I mean, if that's not a charge, I don't know what is. Well, and they didn't call anything, did they? Mm-mm. Right, he didn't call. He didn't call a block. They didn't call a block either. So. No, they didn't. Call, they didn't call anything. It, it's, I guess it's it, incidental contact. Did you? Contact. Did you know? <laughs> did you know it's a non-contact sport? Have, have you ever read that or heard heard that said? Uh, in my, in not, my youth, they used to say that a lot. They don't say that anymore. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's full contact that these days. No, it's, it's a contact sport. So we we've transitioned, but uh, so before we leave football, I, I want to talk about. My man, Derek Carr. 
Derek, yeah. Derek, Derek is lonely and looking for friends. So, okay. Yeah. Do, 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 what do you think? I think what, um, I'm not in the loop on what you're alluding to. Oh, they, they, they released him. Well, he's a free agent. Okay. Whatever happened after the Super Bowl, they didn't do, and they couldn't work out a trade. So he's he's wa walking the streets alone, the streets of Vegas. Uh, he'll get picked up somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm wondering where, and I'm wondering how excited you are. Are you as excited about where Derek Carr's going to go as uh, Sean was about Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame? Well, no, no. Um... <laughs> I mean, I'm, you had I'm a laugh harder than that. that. That was good. That was a good. <laughs> <analogy. laughs> well, because I was thinking of like the top three teams that Derek Carr would go to potentially. Oh, how about it's the Panthers? Let's start with the Panthers. How about the How about the Panthers, the Saints, the Colts, who don't seem to be interested for some reason? All need quarterbacks. Texans. Texans, Texans yeah. might need a quarterback. I, I think I think Carr is a, a serious upgrade over Davis Mills. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the Jets are looking for somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what the 49ers are going to do. I mean, you don't know what Pur you don't know what Purdy's arms like. You don't know if Lance is any good or how good he's going to be. So, so there's a there's a bunch of bunch of options. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think they keep it, it. You keep Lance, you keep Purdy, because that's your two least expensive options, and try and deal um, Jimmy G, which would probably have a pretty decent market as well, I would think. Mm, okay, I you know I don't have Josh on here. I thought Jimmy G was a free agent. Okay. I, but I could be wrong. But I, I, I thought, or they said they've already said they they they're not bringing him back. So I don't know what that means. So all right. So anyway, I, I was interested in the the latest quarterback shuffle and Derek being a high quality quarterback who's in his prime pretty much. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where he lands. Well. We didn't even mention the Bucks. Bucks are going to need a quarterback, aren't they? True. So, so most most of the NFC South is is looking. So there, there's there's Derek Carr. Uh, what are are you surprised that both Eagles coordinators got head coaching jobs? Um, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised they were looked at for head coaching jobs. I guess I'm kind of surprised that they both left. Is that an answer that you were yeah, looking for? Sort of, sort of. Uh, again, I listen to these guys who hate Gannon. So uh, they, they do not think he's really good. Uh, yeah. they, they, do, they do not. They, okay. Their point uh, I've heard several times is they don't think he knows how to make in-game adjustments and he likes to run that too high shell which they don't think against good offenses in the pros is what you ought to be running. So, yeah. But they said it is 17 game season. It works a lot for you, but you get 
up against the good teams like in the playoffs and you know you're going to, you're going to do you have what did you say Mahomes' rating was 130 something yeah go yeah. do something like that cuz they're going to read that too high shell and when they when they're not very good at playing man to man but all right well so so both their coordinators are going and we don't care really cuz we're not eagles fans but all right what's that that is accurate yeah well, they still got a quarterback on a on a uh, on a uh, rookie contract, so they they've uh, they're ahead of the curve in terms of being able to put together teams. So I expect they'll probably be all right again next year, huh? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, uh, even though they might, they have, they have a ton of draft picks, I think, too. Well, amazing. Well. Somebody said two years ago they were in the shit and the guy's done a brilliant job. Uh, of course, got lucky with Hertz. I think you have to say, I don't think anybody really projected him to be this good and, and uh, got lucky with Hertz and uh, was able to bring in people and it's done a really good job. So there you go. So, all right, enough Eagles love. Let's push on. Uh, my basketball team uh, is uh, in a bad way. Uh, got beat two times since we talked last in a pair of ugly rock fights. Uh, and uh, now is only one game ahead of beloved Northwestern in the Big Ten standings, John. Yeah, Northwestern is, is uh, skyrocketed into the second place with those two big wins over Purdue and, and IU this week. And yeah. Uh, they they have a great resume. Yeah, they do. With the exception, if Josh was here, he would remind us in like November, uh, Pitt beat them by thirty in Ryan Welsh <laughs> Arena, which uh, that and a, what three dollars will get you a small Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, that that is their that is obviously their worst loss and. Uh, the, the their schedule has been much studied in uh, in the living room here. So, um, I just don't. It's kind of like every Big Ten team. I don't know how well they do on the road, and they got a couple tough road games in front of them. So, I don't even know about. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I thought they played Illinois tomorrow, but they play Iowa. So I, I think I'm all yeah. right. Iowa is not the same team on the on the road as they are in infamous Carver Hawkeye arena. So yeah, they got, they got, uh, they got housed at Iowa 86, 70 a couple weeks ago, but they yeah. got their, their home against Iowa. So that's three home games in a row. Um, then they have would be three home games in a row. Then they're at Illinois at Maryland. Then they go to Penn state or home against Penn state, which probably be a win then at Rutgers. Right. That's three and tough road games. Three tough road games. They could easily go um, two and three to finish out the season, but we'll see. Well, well, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, they, they've got two senior guards, and that always helps. And uh, seems to be coming down this season to which team's two good players carry them uh, the farthest, right? So, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, we talked about going to Maryland to see that game last night, and there was a lot of thankfulness that we didn't make the trip because it had been a very ugly trip home. Uh, probably somebody would have dove out of the car about halfway. So it's, uh, <laughs> but you know, they haven't lost at home this year in the Big Ten. So uh, it's not like it's unusual for them to win there. And I, uh, yeah, they played as tough at, at, at home too. So I think, you know, under the radar, they have a pretty decent team. So, yep. Yeah. So Northwestern kind of took your mo away, man. Yeah, we were rolling there for a minute, weren't we? Yeah. Well, rolling. <laughs> I, you, you, did you watch Saturday night's game? Nope. No. No. So the one point win at Michigan, uh, we're calling rolling, huh? <laughs> it's a. It's a. What's that? I mean, we had we had three decent wins in a row. Yeah, well, I think that's rolling. Is that okay? Uh, I'm. I'm just. And you I'm just know, gonna... you know as well as anybody, a road win in the Big Ten, whether it's one point or. 10 points is still a good win. I'll give you a good, but I, I don't count one-point wins against what may not be a, a decent team uh, rolling, but I, I'm picky that way. Uh, sure. So, What's that? Okay. Okay. So uh, are you keeping track of the Big 12? No. No. You, you don't really live in Big 12 country, do you? <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Well, I'm just, yeah, because Houston, Houston's not in the Big 12 yet, and I'm sure no. the media there, it's not like being in the Metroplex where the Big 12 is kind of a deal uh, because they love Texas, TCU, and even the Oklahoma teams in the Metroplex. So, but, so yeah, I just kind of. Not so much the Oklahoma teams. Well, half of the Oklahoma teams in every sport are from Texas. But anyway, so so yeah, I, I the Big Twelve is of course very interesting, and I guess the media thinks Baylor is the hot item these days. So moving up in the rankings has won a bunch of games in a row, and is on our pick list for for this week. So we'll have to have to see what you got. Got anything about any of that? Nope. Okay, so the I think the I think that we determined in the uh, the chat that maybe tomorrow the committee's doing their first. These are the final sixteen teams. Did you ever got, um, got any insight as to who might who 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 might be the surprise team in the top sixteen? Northwestern. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty big jump from being yeah. unranked into the top 16. Well, I know um, Gary, Gary Parrish has had him ranked since they beat Purdue. So what about, um, I guess maybe I'm going to be cheap and just pick barely outside and, and go with um, Creighton. Creighton. Okay. I, I think they're probably they're going like Creighton's resume. 
All right, let's see net net rankings. Let's see what they've got here. St. Mary's had a really bad loss recently. Uh what did they lose a Loyola Mary Mile the other day? Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Uh the net has Creighton 13 at this point. There we go. All right. We put them in. Okay. Well, there here here is one. Is IU gonna be in? Well, I'll put it this way. I think um, Northwestern's win against Purdue before they beat IU um, helps IU's case stay in the top 16. But, yeah, that could be the team that gets replaced. Um, I think Xavier is also trending down. And I don't think Tennessee would be able to drop that far out, but they are – also very much trending now with a loss at Vandy and home against Missouri. Yeah, Texas looks to be safe. It would, maybe it would be Iowa State's been kind of shaky lately. They're kind of a borderline team. Mm -hmm. uh, San Diego State's right there with you. Maryland's not far behind. It's moved up to, to 19th from 28th this week. Uh yeah, I don't. I don't know who to, who to say is really the one. It'd be interesting to see the Big East. Seems to have several really good teams, so uh, I think they'll be well represented. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at this and it's kind of amazing. Uh, if Virginia's who is sixteenth in the net, which is supposedly the number one chart they look at. If they're not in, there won't be an ACC team in. And it's not even close. Let me see. What about, what, what about Pitt? Pitt doesn't – okay, I'm digging. Pitt's way down here may not make the tournament. Pitt is 48th in the net. That's not very good. Right. They're, they are bored there – they are between Liberty and Missouri in the net, with Oregon two behind them and North Texas two ahead of them. They are they are three slots behind North Carolina. So, no, I, I think, uh, as they say, Pitt, Pitt might need to hope for the AQ, but I looked, and maybe you look, Pitt, Pitt's schedule is manageable. How's that? Manageable. They don't really play – well, they might finish with Miami, but they have a bunch of games against the Louisvilles and Georgia Techs of the world. So, At, uh, at Virginia Tech, home against Georgia Tech, home against Syracuse, at Notre Dame, at Miami. Yeah. You, you could win all of those except the Miami game. I mean, you know, anybody can beat anybody, but you'd think you, there would be – Miami is 30th in the net, so 18, 18 spots ahead of them in Miami is a big climb, but, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Pitt, uh, they did beat Miami at home a few couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, they've, they've got a number as they swept North Carolina in the series, so they've got some, they've got some wins, but they also have a quad four loss, so – which is not going, not going to help them with the committee. So, who's their quad four loss? Vanderbilt. Oh, I, I I would have to go back and 
And Nat does not yeah, give me a link to their schedule. So, I mean, their losses are West Virginia, Michigan, VCU, Vanderbilt, Clemson, and Duke. Okay. So it's got to be, it's got to be VCU is what they're calling calling for. Or would it be West Virginia? No, West Virginia is a quad one. I know or Vanderbilt. I that. Yeah, it's got to be Vanderbilt. I don't even see Pitt on Ken Palm. The hell are they in Ken Palm? Well, that's not very good. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. We we need to talk. Your your sister gets mad when we sit and stare at screens and don't talk. So okay. yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see the reveal at this point. You know, Purdue is still one seed. I think uh, I don't think there's a lot of controversy about that, but that's my current worry. And uh, I don't know what the middle of the Big Ten's going to do, and neither do you. Uh, I think in the end they're going bleed them. Pitt is 60th in Kim Palm. So the predictive metric doesn't like them much more than the net does. So there you go. They are 47th in adjusted offense and 75th in adjusted defense. Does not sound like a team I'm going to put very deep into the the tournament. Yeah, Lenardi has them as a uh, as a nine seed right now. Yeah, that's that's barely in the field. Yeah, as a. Uh, the internet. If we're, we're going down this rabbit hole, and this is fine, given it's that time of year, I I just saw Brackenville Dave's write up for today, and he pointed out, you know, everybody on the bubble has to worry about bubble busters, and uh, he didn't doubt that the ACC tournament could generate. You know, there there are a lot of teams that aren't surely in who could win the ACC tournament. And at this point, you know, North Carolina, I think, is on the wrong side of the line. I don't know. You've got Lenardi up. He might have them just in or just out. But just go with that. North Carolina could easily win the ACC tournament and, you know, knock somebody out. So, like Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, there are some there are some threats in the ACC for sure. Yeah, well, and part of it is they don't have very many sure teams, right, at this point. Probably Virginia, Miami. Yeah, they've got Pitt in, but Pitt's not surely in. Duke's in, but Duke is not. Uh, is not uh, like I said. Surely, you can you can imagine Duke losing enough games to where they could be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, oh, take a look at like here's an example of. I mean, Wake Forest plays at Miami. Yeah, I mean, it would it would be a pretty big upset if they beat them, but would it yeah. be would it be earth shattering? No, I mean, it would. I think they no, could beat them. I yeah, I, I don't. We really don't get a lot of Miami coverage, so it's hard to know how good that team is. You know, they went to the Elite Eight last year, but I think they lost a, a lot of people off that team. So it's interesting that they're back strong. Duke is 34th in the net. So uh, and they, you know, I, I, I think Wake, the border borderline is in the mid-40s. But Yeah, uh, and Wake took um, Duke to the wire at Duke. 
just beat Georgia Tech and UNC. Yes, but what is Wake even in the field at this point? They're seventeen and nine overall, nine and six in the conference. I would think, yeah, because I mean Syracuse, Wake should be in ahead of North Carolina. I'll put it that way. I'm I'm just not having any luck here. I do not see Wake Forest in the net. So they've last four. Well, you you, you got Lenardi. you got Lenardi up. To, oh, there they are. They're seventy. Yeah. They're seventy fifth in the net. Yeah, Lenardi's got north last four in. He's got Kentucky, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Clemson as the last four. First four out. Mississippi State, USC, Oregon, Charleston. The next four out, New Mexico, Seton Hall, Utah State, Wake Forest. So Wake Forest is at the eight in the eight hole of the, of yeah. the first eight out. Ne so, needs a bunch of W's against good teams. Yeah, they could uh, probably a win against Miami would go a long way to moving them up. It would, yeah. So. All right. Well, now now we covered Wake Forest basketball, and who who right. could have seen that coming? Hey, dude, you you went you 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 swept the five uh, five game money line parlay last week. Nice. Did you make I, any money? <laughs> that's funny. You, you didn't bet. I I bet my five game money line parlay. Oh, so you went which, against which, me. I I I took I I. Took Michigan instead of IU, which I don't need to say anything more about not winning my five game money line parlay. But uh, yes, I, I take it you don't even play your own five game money line parlay, huh? And you know, Sean was all excited about the five game money line parlay, and we know he doesn't play it. So, right, right. So here we go. Again, uh, I don't know if it's turns out to be in order but let's start with uh number one game illinois and indiana at indiana yeah I'll, I'll take my hoosiers there okay i did not doubt that and i i'm with you uh playing the home team in the big 10 and i watched illinois play the other day did they come back and win that game they did against rutgers so Last Saturday. Okay, Tennessee plays Kentucky in a game Kentucky could really use since you just said they're on the bubble. Tennessee got beat at home Tuesday night. When's Tuesday night? Wednesday night? Yeah, to Missouri. I guess it – I mean, they just beat Alabama, which was a huge win because they beat them handily at home. But that lost to Missouri, oof, that's brutal. Yeah. And then another loss at Vanderbilt. So those are two tough losses that they had in their yeah. last three games. Yeah. Um, and they've lost three out of their last five. And Kentucky's won three out of their last five, but none of those are really all that good a win. Um, you know, they beat Mississippi State, Florida, and yeah, Mississippi State on the road, Florida at home, and Miss Old Miss at at Ole Miss, lost to Georgia at Georgia and Arkansas at home. I haven't heard a pick um, yet. Tennessee. I don't know. It just, this isn't your 
This isn't your grandpa's Kentucky team. Okay. So I'm going I'm going to go the other way. Thus screwing up my pay. All right, let's go back to the conference that you don't follow. Uh Baylor is playing Kansas in uh Fog Allen Arena. Baylor's been hot. Kansas is I think now that Texas has lost a couple of games are they tied for the lead in the Big 12? Yep. With Texas and Baylor, they all have, they're all 9 and 4 right now. Ah. Okay. Um, Here you go. Game I, game for a piece of first place in the Big 12. Yeah, big game. Kind of got to go with the home team here. Yeah. Chalk. Me too. And uh-huh. I'm not allowed I'm not allowed to root for the Baptists, so Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, a game that's bigger in football than it is in basketball, but OU's trying to play their way into the field. OU is at Texas. There is OU. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a bigger, bigger football game. Um, Texas. OU is 65th in the net. In case you were wondering, fifty hmm. fourth in Kim Palm. Yeah, I mean, OU's just been kind of getting pulled here recently. I mean, they got in their last five games. They 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 beat Kansas State at home, which isn't saying much, and then got pummeled by Kansas at Baylor at West Virginia and home against Oak State. Um, I do think Texas's loss to, to Texas Tech was pretty bad, but um, yeah. yeah, this this is kind of a no-brainer here. This is no, this Texas is definitely play. Texas. Okay. All right, here's the last one. Now the Big Ten. Another game. I don't it, 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 these teams like to play basketball too, so it's not bigger in football. Michigan State is playing at Michigan. Michigan is outside the field, I think, in everybody's analysis at this point. Uh, need, needs to win, and of course, this is a big game. These two teams do not like each other in any sport. So it's kind of no. It's pretty. I mean. It- in this, in what would be considered a down year for both teams, um, basketball-wise, um, I mean, Michigan State's probably, I, I think, by a lot of people's preseason standards, are actually a bit of a surprise that there's their record is as good as it is at sixteen and nine. Um, really? I, I thought people had them like third in the Big Ten. I thought everybody was expecting this to be a pretty down year. Well, third, vice third versa a down for year for third, Third's a down year, dude. <laughs> and vice versa for Michigan. I thought they people had higher hopes for Michigan this year. With yeah, Oh, yeah. De- definitely people thought Michigan uh, had a bunch of people like Dickinson back and the, the Howard kid coming in. So they Damn. thought, yeah. So I'm looking at Ken Palm and – I don't know whether you give for home court. Michigan State might be favored in that game. 
Kim Palm. Uh, right. Kim Palm would think so. Yeah. I'm 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 going to, I'm going to take the Wolverines. I'm going to go against you. Okay. I'm taking starting. All right. We'll we'll see if John's heater continues. Uh, that that's where we are. Uh, so <clears throat> we we've used up way more time than we're we're supposed to, John. So you yeah. got any words of wisdom to finish this up with? Um, no. No, you watching Tiger Woods this afternoon? Mm, I would like to, yeah, if I got time. Yeah. Is he making the cut? Let's not go too far. What's that? So let's not get crazy. Okay. Okay. Wow. I, uh, uh, you know, it, football season's over. So the podcasts I listen to are trying to transition into other things. So they spent a whole day talking about the Genesis Invitational and who to bet and who not to bet. And what I took from it, John, is don't bet on golf. <clears throat> <laughs> That's why is that? Uh, just, oh. just too rando, yeah. Uh, well, and not enough payoff either. So, yeah. Oh, so. I disagree, man. There's some, I there's some fun little golf bets. Like you can bet like dailies, like in the, in your, in their threesomes. Like I'm sure yeah. there's probably who will be who will score lower today, Tiger or Justin. Yeah. Um, you know, like last week, I think it was Rom and Scheffler on one day. Um, so, yeah, okay. I mean, trying trying to pick a winner, overall winner. I mean, that's, you know, you're choosing from probably 30 some actual legitimate contenders. But to say that the payout isn't good, I would disagree. I mean, most of the odds are like plus 600, plus 2000 in some cases. I think I got... Um, Max Homa and the Masters for like plus twenty four hundred, ten dollar bet. It's not a bad payout. I guess he's in the field already, huh? Mm -hmm. ah, okay, Max Homa. Wow. Let me guess. You don't know who he is. I I know I know who he is. I may even follow him on Twitter because he's kind of a goofy Twitter follow. But uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah, I, I'm. <clears throat> yes. FYI, he's. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> To quote the professionals, John, the problem is, unlike the NFL, there's uh, you don't have the right data to. Yeah, you're pretty much guessing is the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I heard them, you know, they did a half hour show. So they were talking about this. You have to have a scouting team out to see how seriously somebody's taking it any given week and how they think they're attacking the course and what the conditions are like, all those things. To take all the variants out of it is what a pro wants, as opposed to what you're talking about. Yeah, I I got sixty to one on Max Homan to win. Wow, I mean, I, you know, it could pay out. Of course, you, you probably don't have a sixty to one chance of winning the Max Homa bet unless you know something that, that Max has been there preparing at the course and has it nailed. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks or something, but. Uh, yeah, that that's the problem with betting. Uh, bet, betting golf is, is you don't know enough about the details to know how to take the variance out of it. I mean, like Tiger. I mean, and, and Tiger is uh, always secretive about this, right? How much yeah. has he been practicing? How much has he been walking? 
how much how much practice time did he spend there at Riviera? Though he's played there for 30 years, right? So he probably probably knows the course fairly well, but you know it changes. Yeah. Right? You know, places like that move the tees around and do all kinds of stuff, right? So uh so without knowing that, you don't know whether it's a good idea to be betting on him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you've got something like he makes the cut or something like that or finishes in the top, well, you know, 25 or I don't well, know. But they, they pointed you, out that the number on, on him making the cut used to be uh, if you if you wanted to bet on him not making the cut, you, you could you could get long odds. And, they, and this this week. Uh, the, they were paying you to take him making the cut. So it said that's yeah. how much his life has changed and, and uh, expectations for him has, have moved. Did you see the uh, the funny little trash talk he had with Justin Thomas yesterday? Uh, I saw the headline, but you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not full, full on. Yeah. It's uh yeah, uh, is the sort of thing that the commissioner would probably ding you for in in another sport, and maybe he'll get dinged. Yeah, and, yeah. but it's still still pretty funny. Is that right? And for those yeah. of you that don't know, uh, Tiger <laughs> outdrove outdrove Justin Thomas on the ninth hole yesterday, and uh, Justin like went to give him a five or something like that, and Tyson uh, in in a very Steve Hicks esque way of, of slipping somebody a ball mark instead of a coin. Yeah. Um, he, he slipped him a, a tampon. And yeah. Tiger just, just happened ball. to have one in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, he was prepared for that. Yeah. Well, Had I, it in his pocket I think if I, if I think if I was Justin, I think my remark was, well, you, you need it more than I do or something like that since you're carrying it. But uh, there you go. But uh, yeah, I, I saw the headline. It's like, boys, yeah, well, those two like to pick at each other quite a bit. They, they, they even, do, and uh, and even yeah. little Charlie gets in on the action with 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 JT. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen the kid uh, give him group. All right, uh, we we've gone longer than Sean will listen to at this point. So, uh, but uh, I, I love love the, love the red outfit. What 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 does it stand for again? Remember, everyone deployed. Okay. Okay. I, I won't, but that's me, me and acronyms. All right, Jono, have a good weekend. Good luck in the golf tournament. Uh, show them your Tiger Woods game, right? Sure. Sure. I just, two days in a row, I'm hoping my back can make it. Oh, okay, old man. Yeah, you better, better get in shape for Alabama, dude. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll get right on that. All right. All right. Bye, bro. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.